gentlest of mans. Is it enough to merely avoid sin as part of our Christian walk, or do we need to bear fruit? Talk about that in a moment. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Catholic Men's Show. We got another great show for you tonight. We're missing a couple of our usuals, but we picked up a couple cool new dudes, and so I'm going to introduce them Literally here in a moment. Literally, walking along. Just yes. pulled them right, yeah. yanked them right off the street. street. Yep. Yeah, you might recognize this guy from quarantine elsewhere here on Awaken Catholic. But before we get to them, I just want to remind you, as always, that if you go to awakencatholic.org/donate, you can join the Awaken Nation, become part of our mission of sharing truth through uh, beautiful media. We appreciate that. Also, download the app at theawakenapp.io. Connect with us and other uh, members of the team, other members of the community. It's a pretty cool place. You can follow the shows there as well. And finally, uh, not finally, but I do want to tell you about a couple of cool events coming up uh, very soon. So two weeks from now, not this Friday, but next Friday, um, Jason Everett's coming to town and the event's called Why Be Catholic. It's, it's sponsored by Awaken Catholic. It's May 21st uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, and it is held, where is it held? It's up at the, the fancy place up north here. Uh, Pinnacle? Ah, uh, yes. I think the Pinnacle. That's where it is, right? Brennan isn't the Pinnacle? Anyway, it's going to be awesome. And the thing is, if you pre-order this week, I think you get to pick your price. That's what Nick told me a little earlier. I think mm-hmm. that's what he said, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty cool deal. And and so uh, pre-order your tickets for the Jason Everett event on May 21st, but also uh, the day after on May 22nd, there's another event with Jason. It's called Sex, Love, and Porn, Fighting the War Against Lust and Pornography. That's going to be from 1.30 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Uh, here in Bowling Green, Ohio at St. Aloysius Church. That's going to be awesome. And again, you can pre-order your tickets and name your price at awakencatholic.org. If you pre-order now, it'll be 10 bucks at the door if you don't. So check that out. And finally, another word from our sponsor tonight, Select Tours. Have you ever dreamed of visiting Paris in the fall? Seeing the beautiful Eiffel Tower lit up by a sunset. Visiting and venerating holy locations of the Sister Saints of France in Lisieux, Paris, Lourdes, and more. This fall 2021, join Select International Tours with Claire Swinarski from The Catholic Feminist, author and speaker Catherine Whitaker, and our amazing hosts Morgan Holliger and Megan Burwell from Awaken's show Naked Without Shame on a once in a lifetime Seine River Cruise pilgrimage. Join our friends at Select International Tours and Cruises with over 34 years of experience. They are the perfect company to help you experience pilgrimage. To learn more, visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Bon voyage. Bon voyage indeed. It's going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, gentlemen, thanks for joining me here tonight. Oh, yeah, uh, why don't you introduce yourselves? Uh, I'll, I'll start. Uh, my name is John Mark Grodi. I'm a host here at Awaken Catholic on Elevate Ordinary with my wife, Teresa. I've got five kids, live in Perrysburg, Ohio, a bunch of other stuff. That's all you need to know for now. Peter? I'm Father Peter Grodi. No relation. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, I disown you as well. Yeah, so. I'm a, uh, a recently <laughs> ordained priest for the Diocese of Toledo, who was ordained uh, this last June, June 27th, and have... Has been have been serving as the parochial vicar at Finley St. Michael the Archangel Catholic Church in Finley. Awesome, very good. And Matt, and, yeah, my name's Matt. Um, I'm a student here at the University of Toledo. Um, I'm also a co-host for the Quarantine Podcast here on Awaken Catholic, and I'm just excited to be here. Good so stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, happy here, man. Okay, guys. Uh, so here's what I want to talk about tonight. There's my thing. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, just this recurring theme in my spiritual life, and I was talking it over with you and with uh, some other family members, just about how. Um, many times throughout my life, my spiritual life, I have um, gotten to this place where 
I, I'm worried over a particular sin, you know, a recurring sin that I'm trying to get out of my life. And I, what ha- ends up happening is I end up kind of obsessing over not doing the thing. And that becomes kind of the drumbeat of my spiritual life, just mm-hmm. not doing the thing. And it just occurred to me this past weekend, connected a little bit with some of the gospel readings we've been having lately from the Gospel of John, that, wow, it's it would be very easy. It's very easy for me, and I think it would probably be easy for, for many Christians, um, to slip into this place where the, the Christian life becomes all about not doing mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than about um, you know bearing fruit as Christ calls us. Mm-hmm. I just want to get your thoughts about that today because I've just been I think that's been something I've struggled with subconsciously throughout my spiritual life that um, I, I I get hyper focused on just not doing X, Y, or Z rather than leaning into you know prayer, leaning into the sacraments, leaning into you know putting the good things, receiving the good things into my life that that Christ wants to give me. And I just yeah, I want to think see what you thought about that. Well, I can't relate at all. <laughs> Moving on, on to the next one, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm sure you're uh, you're you're in good good company or bad company, depending on your perspective. Um, yeah. But I definitely can relate to that, you know, in my own spiritual life of of just really focusing on what are the the negative things either that I'm doing or that I'm not doing, and I'm mm. proud that I'm not doing them, mm-hmm. and looking at just that that lack uh, or just looking at kind of reducing the number of bad things that I do in my life as sort of the goal in the spiritual life. But, yeah. You know, uh, we, you mentioned, you mentioned how uh, in these past few weeks we've been looking at uh, in our readings for Sunday, we've been looking at the John chapter 15. Right. And it's this, uh, it's, it's John's version of, or not John's version of, but it's his, his events that he tells about basically the last supper you right. know, that Christ has with the apostles. Right. And he's essentially preparing them for his death. But one of the big things that we remember from that, that passage. And one of the things that, we hear all the time in songs and different things like that is when he says, remain in me as I remain in you mm-hmm. or abide in me. You know, it's one of my favorite signs, uh, songs is uh, abide in me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, uh, the thing with that word is that, yeah, it can be, it's sort of, it can be interpreted in sort of a, an extremely and overly passive way. So mm-hmm. it's like, just don't do anything. Just that don't would, leave. Just don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do anything that would remove you <laughs> from me. But kind of other than that, just, just kind of stick around, mm-hmm. you know, just hang out. Yeah. And, uh, and get, Christ, obviously, you know, we, none of us would sit here and just say, well, that's obviously what he meant, you know, because right. we just wouldn't think that way. But it's more of the kind of the subconscious uh, way that we implement that in our lives that tends to be right. Well, and it can't work too. I mean, that's what many many saints and spiritual writers have pointed out that there's no standing still in spiritual life. Like you're either moving ahead in some sense, or you're you're losing ground. So anytime you're you're merely just trying to not not go backward, well, well, you're you're going backward unless you're moving forward. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I was just thinking about uh, you know if if, if the Lord comes tonight. The question isn't, well, did you just not sin today? Like, that's not the crucial question. It's what did you do with the time and the money and the talent and the, that I gave you? Uh, and so it's not the, it's not merely a negative a not doing. It's a, it's, a, it's a doing something. And I was just thinking about that in my life. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think, uh, like, as men, like, that grow in your faith, it's, it's a question that I feel like everybody asks themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we always want to strive for something, like, greater and, yeah, like, not sinning. Right. Mm-hmm. So as somebody that is growing in a faith and pick out things in your life where you're like, oh, this is, I need to work on this. And you can get um, caught up in the things that you need to work on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so like you get, yeah, like you guys said, it's just not only focusing on things. You can isolate yourself from everything else that's going on around in the world, you know, and just say, OK, I need to fix this one thing. But then you're going to be missing out on so much, so much more. Yeah, especially especially grace here. Right. Because uh, I know sometimes sometimes I'm a, I'm a fair weather uh, believer. I'm a fair weather 
prayer, you know? And so we're like, when things are going well, that's when I, I feel all this motivation to pray and to seek God's mercy. But then, then I sin and I get discouraged. And those are the time I don't feel like praying. And then I don't. And it's like, well, that equation's all screwed up because right. then I'm focusing on trying to eliminate sin in my life under my own steam yeah. mm-hmm. rather than leaning more into God yeah. uh, as a result of, of making, a, making a mistake. Well, I would say uh, probably many of us, uh, including myself, struggle with not only just not just being fair weather prayers, but with being um, like fair, fair weather prayers and like uh, hurricane Prayers, right, you know what I'm saying. It's when the weather is nice and fair, and yep. it's great. And then when you've just you've hit a really bad spot, and you're just like, man, I just feel so bad about myself, and all these different things. And it's like, all right, now I'm gonna return to God, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's kind of in the the middle time that's that's difficult, you know. It's when you don't feel, you know, you, you don't you don't feel the fair weather, mm-hmm. but you've also, you know, you haven't hit those that, that sort of not not to say rock bottom, it's but just a really difficult time. Uh, it's when you're in that just cloudy weather, you know, that yeah. that's, that's when it's hardest to do. That's when it's hardest to do anything, but just not sin. Right. But that's when it's most important to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's almost like I, I heard somebody say, you know, like the best, the hardest day to pray is the, the day after you forgot, mm. you know, but that's also like the most spiritually fruitful day because then you your streak's been broken, right? You know, you had, maybe you had the check marks. Oh, I did my prayer every single day. And then you, and then you missed it all. Oh, I messed up, you know, or I, well, I was avoiding sin, avoiding sin. Oh, and then I sinned. Well, the next day is maybe the hardest to get back up. Hmm. That's also the, perhaps the most spiritually fruitful time, you know, to turn that failure, to turn that fall into a grace by getting right back up and seeking mercy. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's take this, I guess, topic, you know, take it back. Instead. Take it back. Um, so, yeah, if we're sp- f- focusing here, as we've been talking, mm-hmm. we've been focusing a lot on sort of the distinction between whether we just aren't sinning or whether we're seemingly like what we're talking about is turning to God in prayer. Yeah. So, you know, if that's the topic we're talking about, and we can mm-hmm. talk about that a lot, and especially when it comes to John chapter 15 that we've been seeing these last few Sundays that, you know, really what Christ is saying when he says, abide in me. Mm-hmm. He's saying, you know, remain connected to the vine because that's how the sap gets into your vines, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's and and that essentially just comes down to that means it's chore time. Continue, okay? Chore time. <laughs> um, the that that's that's that that's what prayer and the sacraments are. Yeah, right? that's how yeah. the life giving sap of Christ continues to flow through the veins of our branches, through the cells of our branches, and that's how we bear fruit right, mm-hmm. in the world. So prayer, right there, I mean, is obviously essential to remaining in Christ. Yeah. Um, but the question is, you know, is there also more to just looking at, as I like to, I like, I like how you sometimes put it when we're talking is, you know, how do we take ground, mm, you know, take territory. how do we take territory yeah. in our, mm-hmm. in our fight, mm-hmm. um, a fight against our internal battles and external battles in life. Mm-hmm. And is it just, you know, is it take, it's just taking more ground in life simply mean just focusing on less and sitting less and less. And is right. that fruitful or is there another way of looking at it that sometimes is more fruitful, mm. you know, and. I'm sort of asking this. I'm not, I'm not asking this knowing the answer necessarily. Either, yeah. So, well, it seems like there's there's a couple of different extremes there, right? I mean, on the one hand, there could be this focus on just not sinning and not not losing ground. But of course, if you're not taking ground, then you're going to be losing ground in some sense. But there's also like the, the danger of sort of an activism on the other end yeah. as well, right? That uh, I could get, and and I I've seen this in my life as well. So I guess the other extreme here that I I focus all on filling my life with more activity. Mm. Um. But I'm not, again, even there, though, I'm not leaning into Christ as the source. 
Mm-hmm. And so I get busier and busier. And then I'm like, why isn't this working? Well, it's because I'm still in a different way. I'm trying to fix it all myself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. apart from grace. I think, yeah, I actually struggled with that, with that a lot with mm-hmm. filling my schedule with things that were what I thought was fruitful. And in all reality, the more things I put in my schedule, the more I was feeling like I was taking back from things I was already involved in. Mm-hmm. You know, so the more things I added, even though they might been might have been fruitful, took away some of the um, like the purpose and just how much I invested myself in the previous activities that I was mm-hmm. in, um, and that wasn't healthy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> For me, you know, it, it's just so, you're so right because both activism and uh, just focusing on all right, just got to kind of eliminate these bad things in my life. Right. Both can, you know, if we're going back to sort of the relationship with remaining in Christ, abiding with Christ in prayer, they both can actually end up stealing that time with Christ mm-hmm. because what they tend to, what they tend to, what tends to happen in our minds and in our hearts is, is our focus grows more and more on reliance upon our own strength and will to dominate, mm-hmm. you know, to use a Lord of the Rings reference, <laughs> you know, um, because it, it, you know, it, it, it can so easily just, it so easily just becomes, if that becomes our primary focus, what it so easily becomes is, yeah, the more and more that I can do, the more and more I can just kind of push myself, which, you know, chips ends up chipping away, you know, if that's our focus, it ends up chipping away at the amount of time we spend with Christ, then it's more and more of, I need to do it. And I just, the more and more that I can do, not the more and more that I can invite Christ to do things through me. And it's same when it comes to just not sinning, I can like look at all the bad things that I do in my life, all the ways that I kind of, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, I have vice and different things in my life. The more that I can think of that, the more that it can become just sort of a self-realization, you know, a thing where it's like, I just want to, I'm ashamed of myself because I do these things in my life and I just want to, stop doing them because Mm -hmm. I want to feel better about myself. Yeah. So that is another aspect of it too. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed that too. At times, um, you know, you you start out on a good, in a good direction, you know, uh, you know, at at a a conversion point in your life. But then at some point you start to realize that, Oh, in a subtle way, I've begun to pursue my faith simply as a way to make myself feel better. Yeah. You know? And so again, that, that contributes to this kind of fair weather praying, you know, where I, Again, I pray when I feel good and when it's working, but when it doesn't feel like it's working because I'm not feeling good, then I sort of give up on it and I rely more on myself rather than realizing, no, no, I have, I have to separate this a little bit between, um, again, this is not my will, but thy will, you know, we want, we want to be filled with, with Christ and not with our own, our own ends are, wasn't this what the, the Pharisees, wasn't it kind of, that kind of their whole deal about, you know, this hyper focus on if we can just get everybody to stop sinning for one day. Yeah, it's such an interesting <laughs> thing. Yeah. You know? Everybody stop. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. all their law, their their laws upon laws upon laws was try to keep everybody. If we can just get everybody to stop sinning, yeah. somehow that will be. They looked at their. They looked at the Torah, both the big T Torah, you know, mm-hmm. the law of God and the Ten Commandments and everything, and they looked at the small T Torah, which were all the kind of practices of purity practices and different things like that, that they that they were supposed to do according to the the custom and tradition handed down, you know, through through their uh, through the Jewish culture, and they, their idea, yeah, you know, the Pharisees' idea was just if we can. If we can just get everybody to live within those bounds for just a single day. And so what they did to do that is they kind of drew this even bigger fence around it. Was that don't even come within this <laughs> fence. Get close. You know, it's just not even get close. And right. maybe we can just get everybody. But it's kind of but, interesting thing. But Christ, you know, then he, he comes and he's, 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 he's critical not of, of rules or laws themselves, but of this 
uh, it's not enough just to not sin. You have to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, let's talk about that a little bit. Like what kind as well as Christians, again, the fruit we are to bear is not merely not sinning. Like that's not enough fruit, you know? Mm-hmm. So what is when Christ says that he's called us, he's appointed us uh, to bear fruit that will last, what sort of fruit are we supposed to bear in our life? The bear kind. The bear. The bear. <laughs> big bear. Kind. Big bear. Uh, the, the big Brown ones. bear fruit. Poor bear fruit. <laughs> uh, how many bears? There's so many bears. Honey bear fruit. So many yeah, bears. just so many yeah. bears. Koala bear fruit. Very rare fruit. <laughs> That's a kind that of That was a serious <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah. What kinds of fruit are we supposed to bear? Yeah. That was the question. Yeah, what does that look like? How, how do I know if I'm bearing, bearing fruit? Mm. You. Yeah, you. You know you've always wanted to go to Paris. Well, now's your chance. If you go with Select International Tours, the sponsor of today's Awaken Catholic Show episode, you can join Claire Swinarski from the Catholic Feminist Podcast, as well as author and speaker Catherine Whitaker, and our amazing hosts Morgan Holliger and Megan Burwell from Awaken's show Naked Without Shame on a once-in-a-lifetime Seine River Cruise pilgrimage in France. Visit and venerate the Sister Saints of France in Les Paris, and more. Sacre bleu! Learn more by visiting selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. I think it can be like that balance, right? That realization that because both of those things in a small sense are good. Identifying where you have sinful acts mm-hmm. and then working towards fixing those and then also putting your life um, or doing things actively in your life. But I think the hardest part is to figure out um, where we're falling into that selfish kind of thing. And I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, bearing fruits is when those are an equal balance, you know, where it becomes where the acts that you're doing balance with identifying the sins in your life. And those acts are actually helping you overcome some of those sins. Yeah, and both and both ends of that, it's like I could imagine, you could imagine someone, we probably could see this in ourselves, times when maybe we've we've not sinned we've not done the things that we were hyper focused on but we weren't necessarily around that growing in in charity growing in humility right you know um so uh, yeah seeing seeing maybe growth on both ends on the one hand yes i'm seeing that you know the lord is, is helping to pull these sins out of my life on the one hand but on the other hand i'm finding myself able to be more generous, able to be more loving mm-hmm. you know able to to stick it with prayer even when it's more difficult and if we're not seeing if we're, if, we're, if we're neglecting one of those, maybe mm-hmm. that's that's the issue. We need to be pursuing both at the same time, mm-hmm. but both certainly rooted in depending on Christ. Yeah, I'll fall on the sword here. So back during Lent. Do it. <laughs> here we go. Here's the sword. Here we go. Deep dive into Father Peter's spiritual <laughs> stuff. Um, back during Lent, we were doing the Exodus program, which mm-hmm. was awesome and everything. Um, but one of the things that, you know, one of the things I struggle with in my life is just screen time. You know, with different things, you know, when I have have some free time, I don't have anything that I have to do. It's like, oh, well, just go and watch a movie or something, you know. And I really wanted to start cutting, chipping away at that, you know, as a kind of yeah. a common thing in my life. I've It's been a thing on my heart for a while now is to try to find ways to simplify my life um, away from just kind of the things that we've sort of decided are sort of normal, normal pleasures, normal entertainment for us. And so it's something I really want to chip away at, you know, but... I found that in just in only kind of focusing on giving that up of just saying like, okay, I'm just going to stop doing that, you mm-hmm. know, that during those times when I would 
use that as kind of a crutch for, you know, just feeling bad one day or just stressed or tired or everything, you know, use as a crutch to be able to just kind of turn my mind off for a little while to the stresses and things. You know, my brain runs like a hamster wheel all the time unless I'm like distracting with something. Um, (laughs) Instead of trying to find the right way, you know, instead of really focusing on... Um, on, on allowing God to show me kind of the right way to then to spend that time and to really kind of sit in the suffering of that. Mm-hmm. What I find that I'd often do, so I love reading too, mm-hmm. but, um, but you know, theology doesn't really help me to turn my brain off because it just usually kind of, it's like, ramps it up, it ramps it up man. It's like giving that hamster Red Bull. So, um, <laughs> that, is which, a, that is a, that is a vivid image. Potent I'm going to take to prayer potent. tonight. Just, uh, <laughs> quite potent. Red Bull uh, it reminds me of that. It reminds me of that video. It reminds me of that video with like the two hamsters on the wheel. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, yeah, the the guy oh, yeah, <laughs> he yeah, starts yeah, going yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some days you're the hamster running. Some days you're the other guy. <laughs> some days you're the other guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, <laughs> gosh, but, you know, and so without the kind of in the intentionality there, but not only just the intentionality of, of wanting to, like, better myself or any of this stuff, but the intentionality of wanting to do it for God and trying to find the way that God was calling this to be fruitful in my yeah. life. What I usually would end up finding myself doing doing in those moments is because I was relying on my own strength to just hold myself back from right. just turning on the television. What I usually end up doing is my mind would just kind of cast itself off in every, every direction and try to find the next thing that I could do. Mm-hmm. So usually what I'd find is like, I, I enjoy reading novels, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like there's anything inherently bad with reading about, no, no, it's great. Read it's good never stuff. did nothing for nobody, but we're all agreed. Reading is okay. Go ahead. But, yeah. but as with everything, we know we, we, we've been talking in our own little yeah. podcast about temperance, right? Yeah. And that's the ordering of desires within yourself, um, mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the proper, in your proper dispositions towards those things. And, and one of the things I'd find is I just take that same time that I'd use to watch a movie and a half or two movies or whatever, you know, and yeah. I had all this free time which doesn't come all that often, but yeah. when I'd have it, and then I would just, just read that entire time. Yeah. And then it would end up just being another kind of gluttony for me. Right. You yeah. Know? And, it, and it wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't taking that time that I'd taken away from a t- particular sin. I wasn't allowing Christ. I wasn't going to prayer and then allowing Christ to fill that time with his fruitfulness. I wasn't, you know, spending the time allowing the, the I wasn't allowing the father to prune me as I should. I was just trying to take it upon myself to prune myself. Yeah. And then just other branches, you know, other stems just kind of shot off from my branch, <laughs> you know, to use the analogy a yeah. bit more in other directions. And I wasn't getting the fruitfulness that, that the father that Christ, yeah. that the Father through Christ was trying to, uh, to grow in my life. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's a great example. I really identify with it because I think a lot of my, a lot of my recurring sins are in the same vein. You know, gluttony or, you know, yeah, issues with t- tempering food or mm-hmm. media, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with me. Like I turn to those things, um, you know, out of stress or anxiety. Um, and then the problem is when I get then, when I get frustrated with that, and I end up focusing on, okay, I'm just not going to do that thing today. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm not really leaning more heavily into the Lord. I'm focusing more on my own strength and I only succeed in either getting, in, in getting more stress and either just, you know, <laughs> indulging in the thing or redirecting to something else. Mm. And so, yeah, that's where I, I was thinking lately just about this dynamic of, well, yeah, I've got these sins that I want to, I want to get out of my life. Certainly that's an important thing, but I have to focus at the same time on what I've put, I'm putting into my life to crowd those things out. You know, am I am I hyper focusing on sins that I want to eliminate, while neglecting prayer? 
and it would be better to 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 focus on a radical commitment to prayer mm-hmm. first as that that's the foundation stone and then i'm going to work with christ to begin pushing these things out but i'm i'm staying rooted in prayer yeah i'm glad you guys brought up screen time because i feel like especially as a college student mm-hmm. everything is online now mm-hmm. yeah. so screen time is becoming almost like like you have to do it you know it's hard to get away from it yeah Yeah, it's so hard to get away from it now um and yeah i feel like a lot of people especially my age are struggling with screen time just because it's just a social norm Mm -hmm. you always have your phone you always on your laptop especially because school's on there when you're not doing school your laptop's open and it's it's just available yeah you know so yeah I, i felt i felt like the biggest thing that helped me and I'm I'm still struggling struggling with this today, just because I'm so it's so easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, making sure you schedule in the things that are most important first. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And with that, the screen time just kind of falls to a second. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like prayer, like giving yourself an hour, two hour um, time, or wherever you're at in your spiritual like prayer life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, scheduling that in first and making sure that you do that, even though like. For me, school is up there for priorities, but the Lord's more important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shutting off that screen and being like, okay, this is this is my hour and a half for prayer. Yeah. I, I like this isn't this is not important right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I'm just yeah. Screen times I feel like is a really big issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of radical. That's, yeah, that's excellent. Um, yeah. That's the kind of radical uh, commitment to Christ that we're called to. That. That is so contrary to the way that we often think about the interplay between our spiritual lives and our kind of the rest of our lives right. is that there's this idea is like, well, all right, you know, like God's got to be able to, God's got to be able to fit in between all the other stuff that I'm doing. Right. And mm-hmm. I just have to figure out the way to do that. And sometimes it really does take, take say, step, stepping back and saying, even the most important, like other things in my life, like, like school in that sense, you know, vocation is a little bit of a different thing. Um, but when it comes to, when it comes to like school and job and everything, it's like, no, like sometimes like prayer and God that has to encroach on that stuff. Right. I mean, it has to, you mm-hmm. know, and, and we have to be able to kind of step back in our mind and say, no, like this is actually how it is, you know, yeah. um, that, that the rest of my life has to be subordinated to my relationship with God mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, and the kingship of God. Yeah, and of course the the mysterious thing there too, or the paradoxical thing is that when we don't make when we don't do it exactly what you said here, right. you know, schedule it in, make sure that's the first thing in the schedule that we've 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 shown in our prioritization in our, our calendaring that that is the most important thing. When we don't do that, we we, we still find ourselves like we haven't gained time that suddenly yeah. makes us not busy. Right. <laughs> and we find ourselves more busy and yeah. crazy and anxious than ever. But yeah. actually, when we put first things first, that's when we do actually find a different a different. We're still going to be busy and it's still, still going to be difficult. But I, I think we often find that um, we have a greater capacity mm-hmm. to handle those things or to put them in order or to maybe maybe to regard them. Uh, more appropriately we right. see the little things as little things and the bigger things as bigger things mm-hmm. and so we actually are able to live out a more peaceful um sane existence yeah. because we put the first things first yeah i you feel know, like oh go ahead oh i was gonna say i'm about to spiritually flex you ready for this oh, do it. okay okay, do okay. 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 <laughs> i was reading from katina aura which is oh, i don't, which I don't is know who that is i don't either it's, 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 it is uh i don't even i don't even know what i'm saying it right. oh, okay. so I, probably, I probably just like totally 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I know. I just have it on my phone, you know, and I just do this thing. So, yeah. um, it's, just, it's a commentary. Uh, it, it's a gathering of this, the uh, writings of the church fathers on Scripture, and it nice. divides it basically according to, like, chapter and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, it's a commentary I often go back to when I'm preparing for homilies. So I was looking at this lecture next week in some of the different readings, and one of the neat ones was it was talking about this passage where Christ says, those who, you know, those who believe and have faith, he's talking to his apostles right before he ascends. He says, like, they'll be able to do things like handle serpents and will not get bit and drink, you know, drink, uh, drink poison drinks and nothing will happen to them, everything. And he's like, well, where's that happening? Like, what's that happening today? This is St. Greg, one of the great St. Gregory's. It doesn't say which <laughs> one, one actually, you know, as he ends this or, you know, there's different, different St. Gregory's back then. But, yeah. um, but he was basically, he was talking about how um, what was done in a bodily way, uh, those miracles that happened in a bodily way are now in our lives happen in a spiritual way that is even more um, more potent and impressive, just maybe not to the outside world. Hmm. And one of the things that he mentioned was how um, like living in the world and yet uh, yet not being drawn into the worldliness of the world hmm. is like handling a poisonous serpent and not getting hmm. bit hmm. or drinking from like a poisonous glass and not being poison. And I was thinking about that, how these days, you know, we know how much harder it can be to, to not just kind of delve in, just jump into the gluttony of screens and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, we know how much more difficult that is that today, I mean, first of all, it exists. There's that, um, which didn't exist, you know, obviously a hundred years ago, but second of all, just with the way that, that things are formulated with the way that's, you know, apps and things are, are made, they're actually made to try to be addictive. Right. Right. And so, but the thing is that, yeah, if we put Christ first, if we put prayer first and everything, then by his grace is the only way. By his grace, we all able to, we, we can gain that miraculous temperance in our life where we can handle the serpent and not be bit. But it's not going to come from our own strength. Whoops. Right. It's not going to come from our strength. It's going to come from abiding in Christ. It's come from his strength in our life that's going right. to, yeah. Yeah, hand, like being in these places, yeah, yeah being in, in school, you know, uh, being just out in the in the secular world, using uh, technology. I, especially when we're when we've we've seen that there's not there's not like a, a spiritual life and then the rest of our life. No, it's all life in Christ. And so if I'm doing something, I I should be doing it because it, it is it's part of that mm-hmm. life in Christ. And so yeah, I'm going to school because you know it's my it's part of my vocation, and I'm I'm using what God has given me and I'm training myself and I'm submitting it to God. If I'm using a phone, well, why am I using a phone just, just to use it? No, I'm using it for a particular purpose. If those, if we're, if we have those things in our lives and we're using them for uh, prudent purposes in Christ, then that's, I think where we find that Mm -hmm. grace that they, they can remain in their lane. They can remain what their, what their purpose is for. It's when we start to slip out and use them for all sorts of other things. And we're not leaning into that prayer that suddenly, yeah, those snakes turn around and, and bite. No, a bit, yeah. yeah, a bit, bite, a bit, a bit, a bit. I think it's kind of cool to just have the mindset of, yeah, when you schedule your your prayer first and the things that, like your time with the Lord first, mm-hmm. like you said, like through the Lord's grace, working with those things will yeah. make your day just so much better, mm-hmm. you know. And having the mindset of, yeah, I feel like that should motivate you a little bit mm-hmm. by by scheduling this hour with the Lord. Um, opening yourself up to the, the graces and the gifts that the Lord's trying to provide you that he wants you to have um, is, I feel like it should just ignite something mm-hmm. a little different, you know, yeah. that should be like, yeah, I need to do this because 
I'm missing out on so much that the Lord wants right. to give me. Right. Yeah. Apart from him, like I'm not going to ultimately find fulfillment. You know, I may yeah, be right, a real right. driven person who like, I want to make a difference. I want to, I want to do something good in the world, but you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to bear fruit right. without, without Christ. And yeah. so again, like on both, on both those extremes, either being mm-hmm. too hyper-focused on sin or maybe too hyper-focused on fruit in a negative way, mm-hmm. recognizing that no, I can do nothing apart from God's grace. And so if right. I'm going to lean any direction, I'm going to lean into that scheduled, you know, first stone of the day is my, is that prayer mm-hmm. that time with the yeah. Lord. Yeah. But even, and even that though, we, we have to have a kind of, there has to be a little bit of cautioning in that we go to God, we go to God and we spend time with God, not certainly not just because, or even primarily because it'll make our day better or because it'll bear fruit for our lives and everything. Right. We go to God because he's God. Yeah. And this is, it is just, it mm-hmm. is right and just to give you thanks and praise as we pray every time we go to mass. Right. Yeah. Um, and just like in, you know, uh, C.S. Lewis has a great quote where he says, uh, happiness is one of the things in life. One of the only things in life, which cannot, uh, can only, uh, can only be achieved by not being pursued directly or mm-hmm. by, mm-hmm. by, by being pursued indirectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like that with other things in our life where, you know, uh, where if we've, pursue our relationship with God. If we pursue God, the praise and glory of God as King and the time that we should spend with him, um, then those other things, they will happen as a result of that. Mm -hmm. But, but if that's, that is the reason that we have that relationship with God, then it's not going to happen. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like a utilitarian friendship. Mm -hmm. It becomes like, and that's not a, not a true friendship. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, those are natural benefits will come from that yeah, friendship. Yeah, like fruits but, of it. But the thing itself is what we yeah. pursue, that yeah. relationship with God. Yeah. It comes with it because he deserves it. Yeah. 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 Well, gentlemen, this was a good good discussion. A um, lot to think about, a lot to pray about here. A lot to go home and reprioritize. A lot to not sin about. <laughs> right. Yeah. So go out there and don't. Stop it. Stop, stop it now. That's stop the main it. takeaway don't message. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, lean into prayer, my friends, uh, and stay frosty. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of The Men's Show. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, stick around for uh, all the other great uh, shows here on Awaken Catholic. And while you're at it, go to awakencatholic.org slash donate. Join the nation. Become part of what we're doing here. Also download the app at theawakenapp.io. And don't forget about those events coming up uh, here on May 21st. 21st and 22nd? That's 21st right. 21st and 22nd. Jason Everett is coming to town. Jason Everett's coming to town. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, talking about why to be Catholic the first day and then uh, sex, porn, and, and all kinds of other related uh, issues the next day. There's going to be a couple awesome talks. If you pre-order, you can name your price. It's going to be an awesome couple events, so make sure you get on that now. Uh, tickets are $10 at the door. So check that out. And I think that's pretty much everything. Gentlemen, thank you. This See you next time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bye. This show and all media on Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hollow.app slash awaken.